Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 74. We're dropping this on April 1st, 2019. Crazy that we have that many episodes out now, and we've been doing this since August. So, we're not going to have one today. April Fool's. <laughs> I just came up with that. That was pretty good, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. This is like the third time we've recorded this intro. <laughs> we're going with it. So, we're not creative enough to have a real April Fool's joke, um, but hopefully you guys have some fun ones. Share those with us if you have any fun Disney-themed April Fool's jokes. That'll be fun. I'm sure Twitter and Instagram will be popping with them. Of, like, make-believe rules and new ride announcements and everything like that. Yes, we'll see. Perfect. So before we hop into our interview, we wanted to extend a gigantic thank you to all of you as the listeners. So you guys, if you've been listening for a while, you might remember back at the end of February... We had already passed our goal of beating January. If you know kind of where our mindset is, we just try to beat each month, month over month. Um, And that's kind of always been our goal to show that the podcast is growing and everything that goes along with that. We made a huge push at the end of February just to pass 2,000 downloads in one month. Seemed like such a daunting task at the time. You guys came out. We beat it by seven. We got 2,007 the best feeling in the world. I didn't want to do that same thing in March this year. I didn't want to beg, even though that's not the right word, but I didn't want to... Force it. We didn't want to force it. Yep. All month, we were kind of behind track. We weren't going to do it. We were just nervous. We didn't want to get our hopes up too high, maybe just in case. Yep. But things have a way of working out, and we are... Like you said, so thankful that in March, we ended up with 2,095 downloads, um, which was just a huge kind of milestone for us just personally, um, because like Brendan said, our goal is to continue to grow the podcast. Yeah. So hopefully in April, we'll hit 2,100. I'll just throw a number out there. Maybe we hit 2,500. That would be... It's a big goal, but we've said it before. We like to speak things into existence. So here it is. Unless something goes drastically wrong, we're going to hit 10,000 total soon. Hopefully. Again, it makes me nervous to say it out loud. So I told Catherine that whenever we hit 10,000, we just need to drop whatever we're doing and fly to Orlando. Which seems like a really good plan, except for if anyone is familiar with education they know that april is like testing month and you can't really do that Mm. so brendan thinks it's debatable me not so much but you know so just make it happen on a saturday and then we'll just go for a day morning flight night flight come right back yeah totally (laughs) good deal so again thank you guys so much for your support we really love putting the podcast together it has been One of the best things in our lives over the past six months or so, which is crazy. Dang, yeah. (laughs) It's a long time. So thank you again. So Catherine, you want to go ahead and introduce our guest today? 
Yes, so today we are being joined by two amazing moms who took their love for Disney and basically just decided to jump into the Disney blogging community. Um, So we have with us Christy and Jamie Lee from Hakuna Moscato Moms. You can find them at Hakuna Moscato Moms on Instagram um, or at hakunamoscatomoms.com to read through their blog posts. But Christy and Jamie Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Could you go ahead and introduce yourselves for our listeners? Sure. Sure. So I'm Jamie Lee. I am um, a mom of two. My daughter is four. My son just turned three. So they're pretty close in age, as are Christy's kids. And um, I'm a dietitian. That's my day job. And um, I work in the media and in corporate wellness. And um, basically, in my spare time, I, I like running and I, I love being with my family. But most of all, as anyone who knows me knows that I love Disney. So um, for the last few years, I've really been interested in finding a way to kind of work for Disney. And, and they do employ dietitians in a few different ways, but nothing has really come to fruition um, for that for me. And especially living in Connecticut, it's kind of hard to work for Walt Disney World. Um, and so little by little, I've just kind of thought, well, I don't have to necessarily be a dietitian for Disney. I can just um, create content. You know, the internet is free and I can, um, you know, release some of my Disney passion, um, doing something more creatively and kind of on the side. And so that's where I've been, um, putting a lot of my energy lately and I'll let Christy introduce her mm-hmm. and we'll kind of explain how we came together. Great. Okay. Hi everyone. My name is Christy. Um, I'm a mom of two and I'm a boy mom actually. So I have two little boys. They're four and five years old. They're 17 months apart, so I seriously have my hands full. I'm, like, knee-deep in Lego and Batman (laughs) and Disney over here, and Marvel's big. Um, So I've been a lover of Disney my whole life since I was three years old. I've been going there. Um, Everything about Walt Disney World, uh, you know, I was in Car Pickup Line today, and Part of Your World came on my playlist, and I started singing and the part where when's it my turn came on and I started tearing up because Disney is just so ingrained in me. And, um, I also have a love, I mean, I, I would say borderline obsession with the history of the Walt Disney company and, um, everything like that. So it's not just the parks. It's also the company. Bob Iger is my man. I would love to meet him one day. I just look Mm -hmm. up to him. Um, so that's where like my love of Disney comes in. Um, my family actually, we are we just moved from Newtown, Connecticut, a, a little over a year ago. I can't believe it's been a year. We moved to South Florida. So my husband got a job down here. We all came. Of course, Disney was literally probably one of the top three reasons why he should move and where we should move and he should take the job. Um, and then a month ago when we were there in February, we actually became annual pass holders. So my love and my Disney life just kicked into high gear with that alone. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and my Disney history. And I'll kind of explain how we came together. So we both are from the same town, um, but we didn't really know each other very well growing up. I went to school with Christy's husband, so I knew him, and I knew 
her as part of him. But um, <laughs> when Facebook came to be and we were both active on Facebook, we started to like see each other. And this is yes. going all the way back to college days. Yeah. Um, seeing each other, you know, when everybody else was like in Cancun for spring break, Christy and I would be in, in Disney World. Disney World. <laughs> and um, that's kind of where we started to see each other with the similar yeah. And then um, years continued to to pass and then we both started having kids. And then, you know, when you're from a small town and you're having kids around the same age, you're going to cross paths a lot more often. So um, one day we kind of decided, okay, enough of like knowing we have all this stuff in common, especially we just met up (laughs) together. And um, the play dates with the kids were just kind of like us retelling these classic Disney stories, just both growing up, Disney kids. I spent all my summers in Disney. Um, Christy, actually, you used to go during like the winter, right? Yeah. So we, my family always went every February. We went for, you know, like a week. (laughs) And we would go in the dead heat of the summer. And so uh, we would just kind of share stories about that. Um, My family became DVC members back when I was in high school. So um, I had a reason to keep going back and and Christy's family kept going back. And then um, just kind of sharing, I don't know if you want to call them like war stories, but going to the parks, (laughs) like literally we're we're infants um, and newborns when we started bringing them, we we would go when we were pregnant, Um, we had had newborns and then we're pregnant again. And so just kind of seeing that we were both on the same Disney level. And and like Christy says, we also just um, are so infatuated with just like Walt himself. And I think one of the big things that really has drawn us together and kind of created the passion for what we're doing now with our content is that, you know, how we utilize the parks and and Disney is exactly as Walt intended. And for something to just like stand the test of time for all these years. I'm going to start tearing up right now. (laughs) I know know you are. (laughs) Uh, It just, you know, it's so true. And when I used to travel down there with my family, my sibling, my, I'm the middle of two brothers who are seven years apart. So I got a brother that's three years younger and a brother that's four years older. And like, we never really had much in common growing up, but we would go down to Disney for our summer vacation. And all of a sudden it was like me and my brothers, Yes, we loved all the same stuff. And my family was, we were all just kind of on the same page and um, enjoying the entertainment and the attractions all at the same time, which was kind of rare for, for my house and my family. And, um, you know, over the years now, we're doing that with our own children. And um, after being Disney mom panel rejects several years in a row <laughs> for both of us. Yeah. Um, one day Christy was just like, that's it. Like we're, let's do our own blog. I think it was after this last mom panel. I was like, literally, yeah. did, you get a, did you get a message or a call or anything? And we both said no. And I was like, we're done. <laughs> we're doing our own thing. We can do that. Yeah. And, and the internet, you know, it's obviously Disney information, Disney travel. It's very saturated. Um, but that's no reason not to get involved. I mean, we just really genuinely love talking Disney. We, we love all segments of the Disney company. Um, and, you know, a lot of our friends have come to us now, now that our friends are having kids. So all of, all of our friends that were once spring breaking in Cancun and thought we were crazy for going to Disney. Yeah. Now talking to us about planning their vacations with their little kids going to Disney. So um, we just wanted to really put that content out there and share a lot of our tips and things that did 
don't work, things that do work, and just our stories about Disney and having it in a centralized location like our website um, and just keeping that conversation going for other moms. So that's how we've kind of come to be these two little Disney girls that grew up Disney now come, kind of coming together and creating this content for consumers. Yes. I love that. That's such an amazing story. I can't tell you how many times when I was in my corporate job that I was on the Disney careers page typing oh, yeah. corporate oh, healthcare yeah. or corporate finance or anything that yeah. I had any kind of background in. I think in. we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're actually, we're not far from ESPN headquarters here in Connecticut. So, um, you know, it's definitely, there've been opportunities here and there, but just nothing that I've, has really. Listen, Disney posted a couple weeks ago, they needed a Snow White they were casting. And I literally at almost 35 <laughs> years old considered doing it. That's how <laughs> crazy and how I still check the casting website. Yeah. I think if I ever apply for anything, it'll be the fairy godmother. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know at this point. <laughs> I love that. And I also think that it's so fun that, you know, when you did finally come to the realization that maybe, you know, the mom's panel wasn't for you, I love that you still, you know, took the initiative to put yourselves out there to make content. Thank Um, you. And something that you said that really stuck with me was that, you know, it doesn't matter how much information is already out there. There's always room for more. Um, And I just find that to be so true. And Disney is just constantly changing. I mean, just from when I brought my my oh daughter my gosh, yeah. as a baby and then bringing my son 22 months later as a baby, things were different. Um, and the information out there, like when I was looking for tips and information for bringing your babies and toddlers to Disney, I was looking at stuff from like 2010 and it's hard to think of it this way, but that's already outdated. So, um, there's no harm in putting out, you know, more recent information or talking to other moms and finding out, you know, what information might be new to us that we haven't thought about before. I think I even did a couple of weeks ago, we did, um, I think, you know, a top items to bring into the park or pack. And one thing I mentioned that I couldn't believe Jamie Lee had never, you know, I never had even told her about it was Ziploc bags because my children, like probably all children, they don't finish their meals and you get these big like chicken finger French fry baskets. And I just put the Ziploc, I put them in the Ziploc and I save them because an hour later when they're hungry, they literally have a full meal. And so all these moms were like, oh my gosh, we just never thought to bring some Ziploc bags. Right. And it just makes it, or it's easy to divide up that bucket of popcorn between two kids with the Ziploc bags. So it's just these little things that, you know, we pick up here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we they're definitely more likely to eat their food when they're not in front of characters. So if it's a oh, character yeah. meal, you can pretty much bet they're yeah, not going to eat any of that $35 plate. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that because we are reaching that age a little bit where some of our friends are having kids. And as we don't have kids yet, we've talked to people that they went to Disney and as parents, like it's completely overwhelming for them. They come yeah. back and they, they hate it. They which hate is so it. Sad. They're exhausted. They didn't accomplish yeah. anything. They were just running around the entire time. So I think any kind of content out there that can help give those little tips, give those little insights to make it a little bit easier for parents. And for us as an aunt and uncle, we're going to go down there and just <laughs> spoil our niece and then give yeah. her back. 
<laughs> oh, and y'all are staying at my favorite resort. So we could have a whole other conversation about that. But oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I just did that with little ones. So yeah. <laughs> I know we're going to need all the tips, especially, I mean, I guess I can't speak for my brother or sister-in-law, but I feel like they're going to need all the help they can get too. So <laughs> yeah, we always do. I feel like, I mean, I could be the most experienced mother. You know, you wake up some days and feel like a champion and then you just get to Disney World and I've literally had help from strangers in the bathroom helping me as a new mom hold my son on the changing table and get the what and like moms just help me. So (laughs) you always take the help where you can get it. Mm -hmm. So in addition to all of these great mom tips and, you know, just family tips in general, what other topics do you like to write about and how do you decide to write about those topics? Um, Okay, so I'll go first with a couple things that I'm focusing on, and then Christy can kind of chime in with hers. Um, But as I mentioned, I'm a dietitian. So healthy eating in the parks is one thing, but also just kind of um, giving tips for people to not necessarily go there on a diet or wanting to restrict themselves or, or not enjoy the delicious food in Disney, but also not coming back with blood sugar numbers out of this world and all that kind of stuff. So I talk a little bit about nutrition on the blog um, for adults and for kids. Um, I have a blog post going up this week that's how to pack snacks for kids because if your kids are thirsty and hungry on top of being overstimulated and tired, forget it. You're definitely be one of those people that hates Disney. So, um, so I've got a little bit of like nutrition tips that are ongoing and just Disney food in general because I love food. Um, and then um, I'm also a Run Disney vet and I have got some races planned as well. So does um, Christy. So we talk a lot about Run Disney and Run Disney planning and Run Disney as a mom too, which is kind of different. A um, whole other level. <laughs> yeah. Um, and recently I just went on um, a date night or a I should say a date weekend with my husband. Yeah. It was my first trip since kids. And yes, I made him go to Disney with me. So we talk about getting away um, just as parents and fitting in that date night or alone time while in Disney too. And then obviously just the resort reviews and, um, you know, what resorts have the best pools for little ones and stuff like that. Um, and then Christy, you can share kind of more yeah. of your So um, what I've been posting a lot about is a lot of my experiences. So I've done a post at Disney World Honeymoon because although I did want to get married there, I come from a huge Italian family from Connecticut, so they weren't all ready to travel to Disney. But my husband and I did honeymoon there, so I blogged about that. Um, I blogged about – I did some experiences with the Harmony Barbershop. Both of my boys got their first haircut there, so I did a video and a blog post about that. I also, and this is, um, it's been very tough for me to talk about. I did a really personal post yesterday where my son, um, a couple of years ago was diagnosed with a speech delay and autism spectrum disorder. Um, he's extremely high functioning and thank God, very affectionate. I, cause I don't know what I would do without his little, I love you's and hugs every day. Um, but he, Disney knock on wood hasn't really been a challenge with it yet because he is, like I said, so high functioning, but there's been times where, you know, we've used, utilized DAS pass, which I plan on doing a post about that, um, which has been great for our family. And really my, with my post yesterday, I just wanted to get it out there to families, one parents, especially moms who feel like, okay, I, you know, 
I think I know what autism is. I, I want, I don't think my son's that it's like, I've gone on the fence between him having it and him just being a typical five-year-old little boy. Um, and then also breaking the ice and letting people know there'll be a lot of posts coming on doing Disney with not only two kids, boys, 17 months apart, but Disney with a disability. So that's going to kind of be my forte into the blog posts. I love that. I can say, thank honestly, you. Catherine and I both read it today. Oh, thank and you. we were hoping that it would come up in conversation because we do think yes. that it is so impactful and it will be such a help to someone in a similar situation or just to kind of be aware of what it's like. I remember specifically one time we were in the parks and we were in line to meet Chip and Dale and there was... Uh, a little boy with a disability in front of us Mm -hmm. and the parents were, you know, running around trying to make him as comfortable as possible. Oh yeah. And all the people around him kept saying like, Oh, you know, God bless you for being here. Or, you know, can we help Mm -hmm. you with anything? And they just kept saying like, he's the happiest here. Like this is easy compared to being home. So I I love things like that. Thank you. And I I've said in the post uh, yesterday that Disney, I, I tied it back into Disney that, it's the reason, I mean, first of all, my son has come so far with his, with his speech and every morning we sing, you got a friend of me on the way to school. And so just as a mom, you know, I'm always looking for little things and I just, it gets clearer and clearer every day. And it's given him a world, the world of Marvel. You know, he literally thinks I'm Ray from Jakku. And <laughs> every time he watches Star Wars, it's not only something we bond about as a whole family, but just to hear him talk because he loves these characters and he loves this world. And um, he always loved meeting the characters. He never, his brother would run to them. Um, He would never run up to them. He would never hug them. I would have to always hold him in a picture. And last month at five years old was the first time where he ran up to Mickey Mouse and gave him a big hug. So it's just these little moments that I hope even just one family can just read it and just know that I've been there and they can always come to me, ask me anything. I'm here to guide anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's such, you know, on your part, I think that that's just so like brave. And I think that's so special that you are willing to share that. Um, Because I do think kind of like what Brendan just said, that that will be very impactful for other moms um, and other people just traveling to Disney. And Disney is probably the the only vacation place, in my opinion, that is so accommodating to any family that has any type of disability or issue, whatever they're going through. I mean, they have that that policy where if your child loses a balloon or it pops, you can go tell them and they give them another one. I mean, they're just so accommodating to families. And I've never felt judged at Disney World and neither has my son. So it's just a warm, overall great experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can say that from reading your blogs and following you along on Instagram is where I know we interact the most and mm-hmm. also learning about you guys through email, just chatting before we recorded, that I feel like we come from a very similar place. So the origin of Detour, I think you guys are doing better things than we are, honestly, but <laughs> the origin of Detour was that we just had this feeling that there were other people like us that maybe weren't happy with where their career was going and they, and they right. wanted this way to express Disney and that's And we felt like there was somebody that we could connect with. And I feel like you guys, either consciously or subconsciously, had that same realization that you have all this knowledge to share. There's people that you can connect with. And so putting it out there onto the internet and into the universe is the best way to do it. Yeah. 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 
I mean, we, how many times have we talked to our family members and my family, like our families are Disney fans. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, if I bring up Disney one more time to them, oh my gosh, they're, they're like enough already. Like we get it. Like, yes. Even my parents who, you know, they're the DVC members. They're the ones that spent the money and bought into it. And like, you're like, oh, you want to use it again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and you know what? It's like, who knew that there was that this whole community, this whole population, of course, it's not hard to love Disney, but there's like this next level to oh, there is. Yeah. And they're just a wealth of information. And they, you know, Disney is so expensive and it's far away for a lot of people. And if you're going to put the time and the money into it, you want to get the most value of it. You don't want to be one of those families that comes back and they're like, oh, I need a vacation for my vacation. Right. Like, I'm never going there again. You know, that's just not what Walt had intended, number one. And and you're not getting your money's worth if, if that's how it's going down. So right. you know, if we can make it better, that, that's all we want. Mm-hmm. So first off, I think that's hilarious with the DVC points because Brendan's parents are also <laughs> DVC and they give us such a hard time because they think <laughs> that we use the most points and we've almost made a spreadsheet to prove that we don't because they're always yeah. like, oh, you're going again. And I'll, you yeah. Know. I get that so much. I'm in the same funny. boat right now. I I have two brothers, and um, my older brother has a, a daughter, my niece, who's just a little bit younger than my youngest, and she hasn't been yet. And you know, he's not jumping at the bit to bring her. I'm like, you know what? If you don't bring her, like she's my ticket down there for points. Like, oh, <laughs> bring her. fun, right? We've got to adopt that. We yeah. got to start taking our niece. Yeah, Disney we'll take right. her. <laughs> You know they're not going to let her stay in a hotel, like an off-property hotel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. So kind of, you know, as you've made that transition from being just a content consumer to a content creator, what has that been like for you just as you go to the park and as you look at different information? How has that changed over time? Um, so I'll start and then I'll kind of hand it over to Christy again. But I think we both accept the fact that we're not the Disney news breakers. Like we're mm-hmm. not the locals that are there every day. You know, I mean, bless their hearts. That's yeah, awesome. And we love them and we're, we're huge fans of them. But that's kind of not what we're bringing to the table. And that's okay. They're totally, there are people that cover that. And we're happy to refer people to them too. Um, but we just kind of were starting these conversations in the comment section and we were, and then like between our own text message thread over the last few years, we're like, mm-hmm. all, all these tips have to go somewhere. So starting the process, it wasn't hard by any means. It comes very naturally to us, but it's because it's, we call it word vomit. Like we just <laughs> like, Oh my God, we need to do a post on this. And then like, the post is like four pages long. We're like, okay, let's segment this into like a series. (laughs) And just kind of figuring out how to break it up into digestible little pieces of information that um, people can tolerate. Right. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of been the biggest difference for me is just kind of going from like everything I want to say to just putting it into Mm -hmm. um, easy to read little pieces that are kind of going to cut the fluff out and just kind of give people what they need to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I was I was actually joking with Jamie Lee the other day that although we're millennials, I consider us elder millennials because <laughs> we're not 
Um, I mean, we basically, we grew up on Facebook. So although Instagram isn't totally new to us, we, you know, I remember the day my college literally got Facebook and it was only open to college students. So that's kind of like what we grew up with. Uh, we, we grew up playing Oregon trail, not really doing much on <laughs> computers. So to come into this now, and I, I mean, and it is my job and I'm learning, I'm, I'm taking webinars all the time. I'm learning, um, so Instagram is a whole other ball game. YouTube is a whole other ball game. It's it's time consuming. So we've had to manage our time uh, between being wives, mothers, working, and then contributing as much as we can because although we're not at the level that some Disney bloggers are at, that is our goal. So, you know, we still have to work at, at just as hard as a, at it, especially right now. Um so the whole elder millennial thing, it's working out for us, but a lot yeah. of, you know, we do a lot of like looking up which hashtags are trending and really like doing our research before there's a lot that goes into a post before we actually post it. So, um, there's that. And then also just when I was there in February, um, my, it was amazing. My father took our entire family. So my whole family from Connecticut came. I have a sister and a brother and I'm the oldest, my sister, her husband, their kids, everybody, it was 12 of us in Disney world. So it was great, but it was also the first trip where we had started this blog, I think two weeks before the trip. And I knew that this was our shot. Well, really Jamie, you were there a few weekends before for the Super Bowl parade. Um, but I mean, that was really like our big shot. Like I was going to be here for a week. So at one point I texted her and I said, this Disney mom blogging life, the struggle is so real because normally I would wake up, you know, get the kids dressed, make sure the husband's all ready and fed for his day in Disney. And I would put my hair in a messy bun, no makeup and call it a day. And now here I am trying to get two little kids ready get the husband ready and then take pictures of my outfits of the day. Like it was a whole <laughs> different, you know, so I give so much credit to the people who have it down pat and are out there living their best Disney mom blogger life. I mean, I hope to be that way eventually. So I think working out the little quirks with balancing, okay, this is my family's trip, but I also do need to get content and post the great pictures that will get the attention that we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Two things that I took out of that. A, yeah. we are still struggling mightily. We want to take pictures of all the food and drinks that we get in Disney. Oh, yeah. But we eat them too quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. We like we're, forget. We're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so can you turn it where we can't see the bite out of it? It's like I know. Well, that and I mean, I'm also not as adventurous as all these food. I mean, when we've done food and wine or whatever, you know, a festival like I have my my top things that I love, and I really don't want to try the soup from Canada, but I guess I still have to now. And, you know, like I said, a chicken finger basket for the kids isn't that exciting on Instagram. So it's finding that balance right now. For sure. The other thing that I think is so valuable for our listeners to realize and a lesson to be learned is that you guys set out a strategy and you stuck to it. Because I think a lot of people jump into, especially blogging, and Instagram as well of thinking, all right, I'm a blogger and I'm a news person or, right. you know, I do a podcast and I do news. And unless, you know, people do it, I know away from Orlando and away from Anaheim of being the news people, but that is a very, very tough game to be a part of. Oh yeah. It has to be their full-time job. I would imagine. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's great and, and such a valuable thing for people to realize that you don't have to do it all. You can narrow down, you can niche down and realize where your where your uh, strengths are and key right. in on those things. 
Exactly. So Brendan took away the, I guess, the meat of everything. I have two questions also. First one, you talked about- Get in uh, line. (laughs) What? (laughs) Get in line to ask your question. (laughs) You talked about um, social media, and this is just like a silly question, but did you ever have MySpace? (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes, I did. And I can't tell you the anxiety of having to figure out like your top eight- friends because back then I wanted more than it. Now I'm like a mom and I'm like, if I have five friends that are good, I'm happy with it. Yeah. But um yeah. Oh totally him. I had um Don't Stop Believing was my music when you logged Ooh. down to my my space. So yeah, I, I had it. What about you, Jamie? Yes, I totally had it. And I, you know, yeah. you had to figure out your background yeah, all the code. and the color of your font and like all that crazy stuff. On, on top of MySpace, I also had web shots. And I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was a website where you would upload all the pictures from your digital camera. I 100% um, remember that. Yeah, and I wonder where did all my like college year. Because <laughs> <laughs> one day web shots wasn't working and I don't know where anything went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We need to find out about that. But, like, Put it on the list. Put it on the list. <laughs> well, Catherine and I met on MySpace, so it's yeah. near and dear to our hearts. Aww. Aww. Yeah, how silly is that? But it's fun. What was your other yeah, question? Yeah, I, I got connected to my husband through Facebook. I mean, we were on the same college campus, so I guess yeah. it was, yeah, but that was. I point. mean, I I definitely poked my husband on Facebook first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so see, we are we're elder millennials because way before swiping right or whatever the the youngins do today, we were on MySpace and Facebook, exactly. right, sending pokes. <laughs> yeah, we were poking away. There was no swiping. <laughs> the other thing, I guess, it's not a question, but. Um, I can't imagine having to wake up and take care of kids, but I do understand having to take care of your husband because yeah. Brendan's looking at me. We went on a cruise. It was a five-day cruise. Guess how many shirts Brendan packed? Three. Two. Three oh for God. a five-day cruise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did I smell? Yeah. No. So it's a whole that other He blamed element. me for or not packing. You're spinning and you're spilling stuff all over you because <laughs> the boat is shaking. <laughs> So oh. I get that. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Glad I, have I to could say, comedy hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> husband is probably a little bit more of a Disney fan than my well, husband. He is because it's actually his idea to honeymoon there. So he's yeah. a keeper. So oh. my husband, it's like, you know, I'm not really the very doting wife that probably Christy is, but it's like, I need no. him. I need him like nourished. I need him in comfortable clothes because I need him to be like, on game for today like he we need them in the moment we need them pushing the strollers exactly like i need him well fueled and like ready for this disney day and if i get him good food and like i started ordering through instacart breakfast so that there was food as soon as everybody like woke up in the morning because i found just like trying to get them out of the room and down to the breakfast um market was like everybody was so grumpy and I'm like no 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 we are not grumpy in Disney World (laughs) so I have to get them fed and and have to have his coffee ready to go and I find that our turnout is a lot better (laughs) maybe you need a uh, series on a guide to how be a how to be a Disney dad a helpful (laughs) Disney dad we will definitely do some guests for sure (laughs) awesome So I thank you guys so much for sharing all of that information. I think that's so helpful and interesting to our listeners. We love hearing those origin stories, especially you guys. It's a such a unique story of how you came together. 
and decided to go down this endeavor. So the next thing that we'll jump to is our fast pass round. So we'll just throw out these Disney topics and you just guys can just kind of share the first thing that pops to your mind. Jamie Sorry. totally has anxiety right I now. Know. <laughs> it sounds so easy, but picking Disney favorites is like picking a favorite child. I'm ready. I'm well, so that's ready. why we're on the like question side right of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We struggle too. But the first mm-hmm. one's easy. So name the Disney parks that you visited. Okay, so I'll go first. I've been to all the U.S. parks. So Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, um, California Adventure, and Disneyland. Okay. Um, Which one is your favorite? Oh, that's right. You guys are too quick. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I would just have to say at this season of my life, probably Magic Kingdom, just because my kids are little. My daughter is, you know, obsessed with the castle and all the princesses. I love Adventureland. Like you could pretty much leave me there and I'll be fine for the rest of my life. <laughs> so yeah, I'd have to pick Magic Kingdom. Um, okay. So I've been to only, the, I've been to just the Walt Disney World Resort and all the parks. My favorite is definitely Magic Kingdom as well for kind of the same reason, just seeing it through my children's eyes right now, but also the people mover ride is always like our icebreaker. That's our go-to ride. It's our, you know, us parents can put our feet up and the kids can see everything. They think they're riding Space Mountain. So definitely the Magic Kingdom is our our favorite right now. Since you are part of a Star Wars family and your yes. annual pass holders, do you have, <laughs> have a plan? I right now talking about <laughs> uh, We don't have a plan, honestly. And we didn't. We were living in Florida last summer when Toy Story Land opened. So... I mean, I guess I would say our plan is to not go probably within the first few months of it opening. I mean, unless there was some way I ended up with some t- kind of magical pass. But I mean, I just I don't think we could do it right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wish we could. But no, our plan is probably to give it a couple months. And although there will still be the lines, I think it will be manageable a few months after the fact. And I heard a rumor that Disney actually for Florida residents, um, our pass right now, our particular past level that we got has a few blackout dates the time star wars lands opens we don't have blackout dates but there's a rumor that disney might issue a few random blackout dates for florida residents around that time anyway so please don't say that's the gold pass is that silver yeah, we gold? have the silver pass okay. we have silver yeah because <laughs> through dvc yeah, we no. can get gold and we were about to purchase it so i know and we're yeah. hoping because brendan's a big star wars he wants to go like on opening day we'll see I mean, yeah, I'm, I hope you do and you can talk to us about it and tell me how it went, yeah. but I'll be there with you in spirit. <laughs> we have been to Launch Bay and I do have a post coming soon about that. I mean, it's incredible. My kids, one wore the Darth Vader costume, the other wore the Stormtrooper costume and those cast members there, especially the stormtroopers who pulled my kids out of line and put them back in their exact place in line. Um, they deserve so much credit. They made the, the day, the life of my children. So lunch bay is awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So next question would be your Disney bucket list trip. Okay. So I'll, go, I'll go first for this. Cause this, I actually have under control. Um, okay. <laughs> so I want to go to Disneyland Paris. And I also really want to do the Dopey Challenge someday. Um, but I think an even better combination would be the Kingdom to oh no the cast is it the it's the Kingdom to Castle Challenge. That's when you run in um, Walt Disney World Resort and then fly to Paris and run that half marathon. Yes. Disneyland. So that would be like my ultimate 
bucket list. I know everybody says like Shanghai and um, Tokyo, but that would probably be mine. That yeah. Sounds like fun. Um, I would definitely say mine is because I'm obsessed with Disney history and everything about it. Um, actually, there's two parts to the story. So it'd definitely be Disneyland and to walk in Walt's actual footsteps, uh, Disneyland Park. And uh, visiting the studio in Burbank could literally bring me to my knees in tears because to see the animation building, Walt's office, I'm talking like the ink and paint rooms that they, anything, the Sherman brothers uh, room, anything that I could get might see, um, that would be my dream. And also getting to the Disney family museum. So fun fact really quick is a couple of years ago, we were on a flight back from Disney world and on the flight, it was just my husband and I, and there was a, a documentary about Walt where his daughter, Diane narrated most of it. So when I got back to Connecticut, I wrote Diane, uh, Disney Miller, a letter just proclaiming my love for her father and what Disney has given me. It's literally the keeper of all my childhood favorite memories and um, how it brought us together as a family. And I sent it to, this was, I want to say maybe four years ago, uh, the vineyard that her and Ron Miller owned together in California, care of Disney Diane Miller. And a, a month later, she sent me a letter with two tickets. Um, first of all, expressing her gratitude and two tickets to the Disney Family Museum from her. So wow. I probably will never cash those in, and I'm keeping them under lock and key. But um, I just have that connection. So definitely Disneyland, the studio in Burbank, and uh, the Disney Family Museum. That's awesome. I've got to ask, yeah. are you a D23 member? No, and I've looked into it. What kind of bums me out a little, everything about it I love, and I, I know you can tour Walt's office with that, I think, once a year or whatever. But they don't do a lot in Florida. Yeah. And, you know, it's just to get out. To, it's already tough enough. We live here, and it's hard to go three hours uh, north. So, yeah, I, I would I would definitely look into it more if they offered a little more, even in New York City, a little more. But um, are you guys members? Because I, I really want to be one. <laughs> we are not, but our friends Jackie and Sean are, and they use their D23 membership to go to Burbank and do that free tour through yes. D23. And they still rave about it. And they went like I mean, six maybe when ago. the kids are a little older and my husband and I can have a little more time, I would definitely, because that's not a trip I'd want to bring kids on. So, um. Yeah, no, definitely. I would love to be a D23 member one day. Mm -hmm. We are, we have the free membership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have just like we do. You. We signed up. I don't even know what we get. We get a newsletter, I think. Yeah. yeah electronic newsletter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the next one would be your favorite Disney resort. Oh, I don't mind. So again, so Boardwalk is my family's DVC home resort. So I guess I have to go with that one. But on my most recent trip with my husband, just us two, we stayed at Bay Lake and I am almost a Magic Kingdom resort convert at this point. Mm -hmm. I, She's coming to the dark side. I, am, I totally am. Because especially at Bay Lake, like you're connected to the contemporary. You have literally everything there. Fine dining, quick service, the bars, um, a great view of the fireworks. Um, you have character dining. You have everything. And you're right on top of the fireworks and Space Mountain. Um, but Bay Lake was just so quiet and peaceful. I, I like I couldn't believe it. And then you have your own security entrance. Um, and um, soon we will no longer have our family brick there, but you can see our I know. <laughs> we're mourning the loss. 
Um, so yeah, so I, I'm true blue to boardwalk, but yeah, they're all my favorite. <laughs> well, I am true blue, 100%, the Polynesian Village Resort. Um, that was growing up. We always stayed there and I was just there in February that I am a magic kingdom resort person. I've stayed at, um, been fortunate enough to stay at all the resorts around the magic kingdom. And that one is just, I mean, you walk into, I could literally smell the lobby right now if I'm thinking about it and it just brings back so many memories. So definitely the Polynesian for me. How does that pool rank as a pool for little kids? Well, I, I mean, it's unbeatable. My children could play in that play area all day for the kids, literally all day. They have two lifeguards on duty at all times. Um, and so, and then they have chairs around it, enough chairs, by the way, you don't have to go put your towel down enough chairs for every single parent to sit there around it and, uh, you know, and watch their child. So that, and we've been to a bunch and I've even been to, um, my kids have been to the pool at, the beach club and yacht and beach club, which is one of, you know, everyone says it's a top pool and it, it's a great pool, but that one at the Polynesian, you just, there's no denying it's one of the best ones. Yeah. And that's, you know, sadly what boardwalk lacks, they have, they don't even have zero entry. So <laughs> it's like when we were there, my four-year-old was finally going down the slide, like over and over and over again, the big scary clown slide. But my two-year-old at the time, like, he just kept throwing his cars into the water, and we had to keep going down mm-hmm. the stairs to get them and take them in, because they only have that, like, tiny little baby pool um, yeah. and into the water. So um, that's why it's hard for me to pick a favorite, because Fort <laughs> Wilderness has that great play area, the mm-hmm. Poly, um, Grand Floridian, um, Saratoga Springs has a great one, too. So that's why it's so hard for me to pick a favorite because I'm really critical. <laughs> I, I was going to say, Boardwalk, you got the creepy clown. That, that has to <laughs> well, be. You guys, though, Polynesian has a dual Whip counter yep. like out by the pool. I mean, come on. You get your own yeah. Dole Whip. <laughs> All great choices. So yes. next one, moving on to attractions and rides. If you could only fast pass one rider attraction for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Okay, so unpopular opinion, probably. <laughs> everybody thinks this ride is overrated. But I have to say the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, just because the line is always, always, always too long. It's hard to get fast passes for. And the ride is so short. It's just, like, you just can't justify that wait time, even right. with all the little interactive stuff along the way. Like, my kids have still not ridden it yet, Um because I just, I won't do that line with them. I've only written it when I've been on solo trips for work. So that would have to be the one I would pick. Um, I would say right now, actually, you know, Fast Pass is funny because I was originally going to say Splash Mountain, but there's been times where randomly it'll be a 10 minute wait and you can walk on. Right now, the, the house favorite is Slinky Dog Dash. And that would be my choice. And let me tell you, Disney Imagineers really hit it out of the park with that because unlike my, I like the mine train, but it was all this buildup. And then, you know, it's a little short. Slinky Dog feels like the longest ride and it's great for a family. So definitely Slinky Dog right now. Yeah, I love that. I was, I was a little bit in when you started, Jamie Lee, but you reeled me back in. <laughs> she pled her case. Yeah, you pled your case. I can see that point, even though I'm not the biggest Sam George right. Line Train, but Slinky Dog, love it. Yeah, that's yes. a good pick. Awesome. I was the first person whenever they first did their rendering of the drawing to be like, an outdoor roller coaster. Like, what are they thinking? But it, no, it is good. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. 
So kind of sticking with rides, which ride do you think is due for either an exit or a refurbishment? Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say the Carousel of Progress. And I am all for the rides that make you feel close to all. And I know, I mean, that's why we love it. But the Carousel of Progress, I mean, every time I go on it, we literally get stuck making no progress whatsoever on the Carousel of Progress. I know. We have to exit through the emergency exit. So I would say that. But if I could bring back a ride that should have been refurbished and not exited, I would have to just give my props to Body Wars because that was my favorite ride. And oh my gosh. I've just recently accepted like it's never coming back because I'm pretty sure they took all the pieces of it and put it to Star Wars. Yes. And we're never getting it back. So. Yeah. Um, Bobby, well, you are a dietitian, so maybe. Exactly. Yep. Um, I think so. Refurbishment, it's kind of a redo. I'm a hardcore figment and Dreamfinder fan and i think you guys know where this is going mm-hmm. i want a redo of that ride it needs to go i know it's never going i'm i've accepted it's never going to go back to the original but i just wish uh something i a refurbishment a redo whatever it is journey into imagination um i think for an exit i thought really hard and i actually i think everything right now especially with star wars opening up and toy story land last summer everything is perfect the only thing i would say and i've heard rumors the indiana jones uh stunt spectacular i think either needs to exit because it really doesn't go with the theme of that of hollywood studios right now i think um so i think that's either due for an exit or a major overhaul I can agree with that. We haven't yeah. seen that show in probably no. My kids years. have never seen it. Yeah. yeah. No, and considering that you know, Backlot Express went how, however many years ago, which and... I'm still sad about because I love the Golden Girls and seeing that house. I know was my favorite, but okay. You know I'll, I'll... How many times I've googled what happened to the Golden Girls house on the Backlot <laughs> Express? <laughs> I know, and you don't want to Google it because it's sad what happened to it. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man. Tough times. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Probs. Next one, probably our favorite question of the round, your favorite snack or a go-to snack. Mm. Um, Okay. So I Dole Whip needs no introduction. (laughs) Um, But I would have to say the one thing that probably gets passed over that I just will not leave town without is that um, it's a white chocolate chocolate chip cookie and they sell it in the glass case like in the bakeries and the sweet shops but they also sell it in like a little package um as well like up on the wall so i don't know how fresh they are but they are to die for and i have to have to get it every single time and i'm very adventurous with food i love trying all the new stuff at disney i really repeat things but that is the one thing i get to every single trip one to eat while i'm there and one to take home (laughs) yes um i would say obviously dole whip and the mickey pretzel but aside from that um okay i actually have a very weird answer so um, mine comes from a condiment station at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, and I love pickles, and they have pickle slices that you can put on your burger. So, um, yeah, those little Ziploc bags that I was talking about earlier, I have, <laughs> I take one out and I put some pickle slices in it. So I love that, and then I also am a huge fan of cotton candy. It has to be from the Main Street Confectionery, pink in a bag. That's my favorite go-to. I'm we so saw- intrigued. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, right. The pickle thing really threw you. I bet you'll never get an answer like that ever again. <laughs> I'm a I'm a new fan of pickles. I thought I hated oh. pickles and now I realize that I do enjoy them. So yeah. you have, have to, to take... hit up Cosmic Ray's condiment station. Yes, that is Catherine's favorite <laughs> restaurant. Oh my gosh. I actually loathe Cosmic Rays. I think it's because uh, I was forced to eat there one time. I had my heart set on something else and everything else was closed. Right. Yeah. So I'm a little bitter. But I will say, when we went, we were just in Disney Springs um, from our spring break last week. And at that, at that, like, Goofy's candy store, now they're making, like, different flavored cotton candy. So that kind of made me think of that. And it looked fun. Yeah. I've tried that. It's just not the same as the confectionery, the pink bag that you can buy. <laughs> hmm. There's also the trending cotton candy. It looks like I've seen flower. that. I do want to try that. Yeah, it was on GMA. It got like a whole segment <laughs> on GMA. And I thought of you, Christy. I'm like, I'm I know. I'm so excited to try it. Yep. <laughs> we will be trying that in May. Yep. For yeah. Sure. So next one would be your favorite table service and favorite quick service restaurants. Okay. So these I can actually confidently give you. So my favorite um, table service is definitely all the Patina Group um, restaurants. So Enzo's Hideaway, Maria Enzo's Via Napoli. Um, and then I would have to say they tie with California Grill because I, I love that place too. And then for quick service, um, Pecos Bills because I just can't get over that toppings bar even though they took the guac away. Um, I would have to say that Pecos Bills is definitely um, my top. Although I also love, um, see, this is the thing with favorites. I don't have any. Um <laughs> ABC Commissary, because they do usually have a good menu. They um, do. I, I really like their menu, but I also just love all the ABC studio, like, prop gear and outfits that are spaced out all around it. Yeah. Um, I would say my favorite restaurant, and I feel like everybody else in the world loves it, is Ohana, because you can hardly ever get a reservation. But it's, I mean, Ohana is just amazing. There's no other word I would use to describe it. Um, and then Pecos Bill is a favorite of mine, but also um, on our honeymoon, my husband and I went on the Keys to the Kingdom tour. And part of it was your lunch at the Columbia Harbor House right by Haunted Mansion. Otherwise, we never would have tried it. And it's actually one of my favorite quick services. Agreed. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm not alone. I no, mean, I Brendan get like loves salad it. with chicken, so I'm really not that adventurous. But I feel like it's so underrated. I would eat there for lunch and dinner. It's so Right, good. I know. See, upstairs yeah. okay, is the I'm not best alone. people watching in the entire That's park. what I mean. There's so many. Oh, it's so many great things. I'm actually going to go there next weekend now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> So the next one is your favorite character meet and greet moment. Um, again, I'm just so torn because now that we're, we're meeting characters with our kids, it's just a whole I different know. level. So I will remove the sentimentality of meeting characters with my kids and I will just go to my favorite character meet and greet. And it's always been Aladdin because he says the same thing to me every time. He asks me my name and then he <laughs> says, it must be coincidence that all girls with the names that start with J are beautiful, like Jasmine. Oh, Aladdin. And I predict it every time and he says it every time. So I have to, I have to say Aladdin. Oh, that's cute. Um, I would. Yeah, I know. You never told me that story. <laughs> um, I would say definitely my favorite is um, I, I was going to go with Mickey and Minnie, especially last month with both my kids running to them. 
Um, but I think the first, the first time my son, my, he's now four, but he was three last, was it last summer? No, two summers ago. So he was two, a little, like he ran to Pooh and Tigger. I mean, ran up to them and we were waiting in line for the ride. It was kind of like a last minute. We didn't plan on meeting them. And the pictures, I didn't even have the memory maker, but the, the pictures that the Disney photographer took, I actually ended up buying memory maker right after because they were so precious. So that's definitely my favorite. It was his first characters and he just, he wouldn't leave. He just ran up to them. He kept doing the Tigger laugh. It was adorable. That is cute. I will yeah. say Tigger is always a good one to meet. You never know what he he's going to do. <laughs> So next one would be Jamie Lee. I'm sure this is going to be a fun one. Your favorite <laughs> Disney movie. Oh God. I'm like sweating <laughs> over here. Oh, um, well, growing up, it was always Cinderella and Peter Pan. But now as a mom, I cannot watch Peter Pan because I just wonder about all those lost boys. <laughs> their moms are, and like, Funny well, story. Her daughter calls my boys the Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have to go with like more recently. Ironically, I really love like Tangled. I just I think it's better than Frozen and Moana. I just I love it. Love, love it. I know bold statement. Um, mm-hmm. But like Frozen Two looks. Incredible. Epic. Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know, ask me again after that comes out. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I'll say too, because, you know, Marvel and Pixar and Star Wars is all included here. I just recently got into the Marvel movies a year ago after realizing I really had no other Disney movies like left to watch. And I am <laughs> so obsessed with Marvel, um, like 1000%. And I, I want to say like my favorite would be um, the Infinity War, but I just saw Captain Marvel last week and like, she's my favorite thing ever and she's not in that. So I'll have to wait for Endgame. That'll probably be my new favorite. (laughs) That's funny. Um, so my favorite Disney movie, like hands down undisputed champion of movies is Mary Poppins. Um, especially after seeing saving Mr. Banks. And then of course I Googled like crazy for days after that with the real story. Um, so definitely Mary Poppins is my favorite, but again, Star Wars, man. I mean, that runs our house. And I was never, I was always that girl. I was like, oh, Star Wars. Let me tell you, I'm more into it than a- anyone that I know right now. And like the scenes where, um, you know, Carrie Fisher, I'm like, I just don't know how they can go on. Like, I'm like, I want to see the next movies because, oh gosh, it's just, I love Star Wars now too. But definitely hands down since I was a little girl, Mary Poppins. That reminds me, we gotta watch Saving Mr. Banks. No, I love, I've seen it. No, we. It's I know so we've good. seen it, and oh. it's on Netflix, and I'm really excited. It just came to Netflix, which Disney streaming soon. I can't wait for that. But yeah, it just, uh, it's amazing. I love that movie. I love Tom Hanks in general. So. Oh yeah. Have you seen the Mary yeah. Poppins Re- Mary Poppins Returns? Yes, and oh, actually. Yeah. I just saw it on a date night a couple weeks ago. It was like probably the last. It we it was a movie theater that we could only find one that was playing it. Jamie has seen it what four times. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't judging me for not seeing it, but um, I saw it and I loved it. And I loved how, I mean, when Dick Van Dyke came out, no surprise, I started crying. But I just I love the story and just Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns, how it's about saving really the father from with the family. So. I, yeah, I loved it. And I love, um, I can't think of her name right now. Oh, Emily Blunt. I mean, she's, I love her. So she was amazing. Yes. Catherine, you're just now getting into Marvel too. 
I am. And I do have to agree. Captain Marvel was amazing. I have to see it now. It was, I was blown away. I'm always very skeptical of like the Marvel movies because I didn't grow up, you know, superheroes, whatever. I was a girly girl. And they're very good. They're yeah. so good. Like, I, I can't even – I know that's – this is what I tell my friends all the time. I'm like, have you seen Marvel yet? Because you're in a unique <laughs> position. Jamie, you've Marvel. been posting about Marvel, and I have meant to be like, wait a minute. Stop the press. You like Marvel? Like, I'm I don't know that about, about you. <laughs> I'm a fan Marvel. Yeah. Um, but, yes, Christy, you have the unique ability to watch them all in chronological order. I just saw our post on Hakuna Moscato Mom. Exactly. So you need to get going because Endgame comes out in a few weeks. <laughs> okay. I'll have to educate myself here. Yeah. That's when Catherine started was right before Infinity War is when she caught all the way up to get ready for yeah, that. Yeah, I'll have to do it. And now we got to do it again just to refresh ourselves. So. Jamie, maybe for the Wine and Dine half, we could have matching Marvel costumes. We'll have to come up with something. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah, we should. So exciting. So next one would be your favorite Disney song. Okay, so this one I know. So obviously, like every other Disney thing, I'm obsessed with all songs, all Disney music. I know every lyric. Um, But my favorite would be Once Upon a Dream, because as soon as my first child was born, my daughter, I just immediately started singing it to her when she was in my car. Just because I, I've always loved these kids. They were in my dreams and now they're here and I sing it to them all the time. And now my daughter is four and she, her favorite princess for the last year has been Aurora. And she knows every word of the song. She knows the entire movie. She is a little mini Disney nerd. So she, like her favorite movies are like Fantasia, Trace Caballeros, <laughs> like from the she early. She loves Ratatouille. Yeah, it's she. <laughs> So once upon a dream, hands down. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, obviously one of my favorites is feed the birds, just the history behind that song and the Sherman brothers and Walt, but, um, you've got a friend in me because we sing it together every morning on our way to school. And literally my son will take his Woody doll and play around the room and sing it like Andy does in the beginning of the first movie in his bedroom. So definitely you got a friend in me. Those are both very good choices. Yeah. Um, so the next one is your favorite Disney quote. So I don't even, I've never even like fact checked this one to like see if he actually said it. But did he say, if you can dream it, you can do it? Um, I feel like he did. Yeah. I feel like he did too, but I feel like there might be some next level um, Disney addicts that might prove me wrong on that. But <laughs> yeah. I have to say, that's just like my life mentality. Like I just, if there's something I want to do, like, and I can dream it up in my head, I'm going to do it. And I really don't take no for an answer. So um, I'd have to go with that one. Um, so mine is actually from Walt and it, it uh, is Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there's imagination left in the world. So I apply that to obviously Disney World also and all the parks. And I, I mean, I apply it to every everyday life, even with my children. Like always keep um, your imagination is the the best asset you could have. And even with our blog, like our, our Hakuna Moscato moms will never be complete. We're always going to keep posting. And as long as Jamie Lee and I are both in it. It's going to grow, God willing. So uh, as long as we put our imagination into it, it should keep growing. So that's definitely my favorite quote. Yeah, those are both awesome. Love both of those. 
So last question of our fast pass round would be, it's another doozy, but your favorite Disney parks memory. Okay. So this is a no brainer, but <laughs> in 2017, I went to um, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. My son was only nine months at the time. My daughter was two. So it was our first um, trip to Disney as our full family of four. And I was intending to run the half marathon, but it got canceled the night before because of lightning and um nobody kind of knew what was going to happen like could you just trade in your registration for park tickets or come back for another race and in my delusional mom like midnight nursing session it was like <laughs> in the morning i checked my email and they're like half marathoners can transfer to the fall and i just put my name in got accepted and like woke up the next morning and told my my husband, I'm like, I'm running the full marathon. <laughs> so we have to go back to Wide World of Sports and I have to exchange my registration and sign up for the full marathon. And oh going back to that quote, if you can dream it, you can do it. So I just was like, if there's a will, there's a way I I'm going to run this marathon. And I did. I finished in about six hours. So considering I like barely trained for the half and ended up running the full, it's not too shabby. And I survived it well enough to do the parks for the next few days afterwards. But I think what really makes it so special was um, for any mom who does run Disney, like you always kind of dream when you sign up that your kids are going to be like rooting you on from the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is like these races start at 530 in the morning. Like yeah. nobody wants to wake their kids up at five o'clock in the morning to go sit in the dark and the cold somewhere um, in a closed down Disney park. So um, because I ended up running the full, it was perfect timing for my family, my parents included, my kids, my husband, to meet me out on the course uh, in front of the beach club at mile 24 and a half. And I just remember seeing my daughter, and, and I always say she was the best character on the course. She just came running up to me <laughs> um, and gave me a nice big hug, and you know, she was just so proud that I was doing this and um, we had talked about it for months and months leading up to it and within 24 hours thinking I wasn't going to run at all and now all of a sudden I'm like finishing the full marathon I never intended to run it was just such a special moment so I will never yeah. forget that trip mm -hmm. and that's so inspiring and I'm like I have to take some of that and do it for the half because <laughs> run Disney got me hooked I ran a 5k and now I signed up for a half marathon so my favorite um, memory is when I was 13 years old or 12 or 13. It was also the year that they were celebrating the 25th anniversary of uh, the Walt Disney World Resort. So there was the whole Kate Castle. And um, I have been a dancer my whole life. Um, so my dance teacher entered uh, our dance competition team into a competition in Disney World and we got, I got to perform my group dances, but also my solo on the Tomorrowland stage where they now have like the dance parties. Um, I performed that. And then I actually got to march with my dance team. We ended up winning the competition out of all the schools in the country. And we got to march in the 25th anniversary, Remember the Magic Parade. So that I mean, lining up behind Splash Mountain with the rest of like the real Disney cast members and marching out. I mean, I was like, I felt like in that moment I had worked there and 
I mean, that was always my goal. I always wanted to be like a kingdom kid and a performer in Disney World. And I, I would say like literally my one regret is that I never really, once I was old enough, did that. So that was part of me living my dream and, and performing in Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom at 13 years old. Those are both so awesome. Such great experiences. And I know, Jamie Lee, you shared that story in more detail on y'all's YouTube channel, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So So I ran it. My husband, just like my close friends and family, they're like, you need to put that in writing. It's like, I don't have time to document. (laughs) No, I made her do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then finally, I'm like, wow, it's been two years. Like, I really do need to put this down because I'm going to start forgetting details. And um it was perfect for the YouTube channel. So 38 minutes later, you have my full story. I was like texting her at minute 20, whatever. And I was like, I'm not crying. You're crying. When she started talking <laughs> about seeing her daughter. It was great. Yeah, we will definitely put the link to that in the show notes as well for anybody who wants to check it out. But our very last question for you guys is something that we ask all of our guests. And it's you, if you have one piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who's looking to jump into this Disney community and either become a content creator or create their own products or just start an Instagram page, whatever it might be, what would be your advice to that person? Um, Okay, so I would have to say partner up because for me, I was kind of, you know, spurring some of these ideas for the last couple of years and putting like content aside and drafting some stuff up. And it was just too overwhelming. Like I just couldn't give it the attention that I wanted to give it or that I thought it deserved. And then, um, you know, finding a partner is really like a gem. Like who knew this girl and like (laughs) part of life with a very similar. We finished each other's sandwiches. Exactly. Yes. Um, and it just makes it so much easier. It, we're, we're sharing the workload, which makes it more enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. less you know, stressful that way. And we doubled our database and we each brought to the table different assets. Um, and together we've been, able, we've created something that we couldn't have done on our own. So yeah, no was really key for me. Um, I definitely agree. Definitely partnering up with Jamie Lee has been like a dream. I mean, it's what everything she said, we're sharing the workload. It's made it a lot more magical because there's been times where, you know, you have your work and then you come home and it's dinner and homework and bedtime. And we're getting around to our stuff at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So partnering up and also just taking everything in stride. You know, there's been moments where like, we do get a little discouraged and we have to think we've only been around for about, I think a month and a half now, but you can't get caught up in everything. You can't get caught up in followers and you just have to stick to what's true and what you know. And we're doing a really good job at that. And we try to live in our truth and be as transparent as possible. Um, like she said all along, we're just genuinely two girls who love Disney, two girls turned women and husbands, <laughs> our wives and mothers. Um, but we just deep down were those little girls that love Disney world. So um, just be true to yourself and don't get caught up in everything and everything will work out. Yeah. I love that. And I agree, you know, partners, it is helpful as far as, you know, the management and side of things. But I also think it's so great too, when you have a partner because you get so many different perspectives on the same um, yes. Like topics. And I think that's fun to read and listen to stories and maybe similar experience from both of your points of view. Yes, definitely. And what's interesting is we have yet to like write the same thing because we don't necessarily 
we have our little war of vomit sessions and we oh God, mm-hmm. yeah, that would make a good post or that would make a good post. But we really never tell each other like what we're writing until it's right. pretty much done and it's in the draft section and we're kind of ready to post it. Yeah. And despite all of our back and forth and like everything we shared with each other and going through such similar experiences, we're still writing like totally different articles. For um, sure. And different tips and stuff like that. So like I said, it just really doubled our database and we're able to get more content out there um, at a, a better pace. So, right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. We've actually never heard that advice on the show before. So I love that you shared that and it makes perfect sense. I think the moment that Detour started to click was when Catherine joined the show with me. And I think mm-hmm. there's so many other people who have similar experiences that just having a buddy to go through it with hold you accountable, yeah, but also, you know, somebody can pull the slack a little bit more um, during times of need is definitely so helpful and, and doesn't put as much pressure on yourself. So I think that's great advice. Yes. Well, perfect. So Jamie Lee and Christy, I thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We had such a blast. Before we head off, just remind our listeners one more time where they can connect with you guys. Christy, okay. I'll let you go down. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so you can go to hakunamoscatomoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Hakuna Moscato Moms. Perfect. We'll put all the links to those in our show notes as well. So, again, we thank you guys so much. We had a blast getting to know you. We thank you so much for sharing so many of your stories that I think are so valuable and will help you connect with so many listeners. To our listeners, don't hesitate to reach out and connect with these yeah. two. I'm sure they'd love to chat with you. So We would. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys so much for joining us again. Thank you for having us. Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Malcast. We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.